For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome back to Believe in UCLA. I'm your host, Travis Reed. And don't worry, people. Like I said, uh, my boy, my boy TJ couldn't make it on today, uh, but he will be back. Yeah, then, you know, some family stuff. It's New Year, you know, uh, happy 2024 <laughs> to everybody. And, yeah, like I said, he'll be back, you know, next time. I just... uh he couldn't. He couldn't make it on today because you know it was Martez. Happy MLK Day! Uh, I'm just doing a quick review of UCLA last couple games, and we'll get back on it. You know, obviously now that the Pac-12 season is going, we'll get back on everything. How's everything going with UCLA? Also, we'll get back going. How's everything going? Um, you know, obviously, shout out to our girls. We just lost our first game to USC, but that's okay. Like I said, I think they'll drop to maybe number three or four. They won't drop too far. Losing on the road to USC, who's number nine. So, um, definitely want to say shout out to UCLA women's team. But, yeah, to the men's team, uh, it's been a long season. I would say a lot of things has happened. You know, they went on a three-game losing streak. Now, we'll get into the Washington game, which was their last game that they just won, but, like, I think uh, we had to go over the last couple games. Um, the the weird one was losing at home to Stuno. We'll start off with the Stanford game, and we'll talk about the Cal, and then uh, Utah, and then the Washington game. So, uh, you know, the games are coming real fast. So, like, you know, like I said, it was just – they've had three games in the last eight days four games in the last 11 days. You know, they played on the third, they played on the sixth, they played on the 11th, they played on the 14th, they played on the 17th, 20th. So, like, the election Pac-12 is going to be just – it's going to be just rolling. It's going to be rolling, rolling, rolling. But first, we'll get into the Stanford game. You know, it was kind of one of those shocking games. I wasn't shocked they lost to Oregon. It was in Oregon. Oregon's a hard place to play. But I thought that the, lo- the losing Stanford at home, was just, you know, wow. When they had one guy in double figures, they shot 30% from the three, 36% from the field, and they scored 59 points. You would figure that would be enough. If you can hold a team to 59 points on the and they're on the road, you figured you can beat them. But, you know, <laughs> UCLA scored 53. Now, I want to give people some context, meaning – UCLA people is very, very young. young. They, don't, they don't have a lot of upperclassmen. They don't have a lot of people who played a lot of that shit besides Boa. Um, I think that they don't, you know, they don't, they don't have a lot of, you know what I'm saying, experience. So they're, they're learning on the fly. 
You know, they're learning on the fly. And it's just like, you know, Bo is the leader, but Bo isn't necessarily a go-to scorer. Like, they miss Jaime Hawkins and Tiger and everybody on the Chiefs team, essentially. But Jaime Hawkins especially. Jaime Hawkins was player of the year. Go-to guy. Can get him, get you a bucket when you needed it. Who's their bucket guy now? Who is it? I mean, this game, they shot three for 13 from the three. Now, imagine this. You shoot six for 20 from the three, and you your field goal percentage is better than the team that you shot against. You said they was three for 13 from the three, 19 for 58 from the field. They shot 32% at home against Stanford from the field. They had three guys in double figures, which was Boa, Mack, and I don't even want to butcher his name, forward number seven. <laughs> he had 13. Boa had, you know, 12 and nine, and Mack had 14. Now, Andrews played awful, was two for 13 from the field. I mean, but nobody really shot good in essence. Mack was five for 13, so it wasn't like he was that much better. You know, uh, Boa was four for six. You know, people just, you know, I would say when I was my sophomore year, we were very young. You know, we had myself, Baron Davis, Earl Watson, uh, Matt, um, I was going to say Matt Barnes. Matt Barnes, they actually had Matt Barnes. A, you know, Jerome, uh, Moisio, Dan Gazirik, Jerron Rush, Ray Young, Billy Knight, Rico Hines, Ty Ramazar, Sean Fordham. Brandon, not nah, give me Brandon Brandon. He was, he was the only senior. Everybody else were, you know, freshmen and sophomores. You know, everybody, except for Farmer, who was a jerk. But I think, you know, that year we were super young. So we we won some games off the talent. And then we lost a lot of the games because we were not we were young. And so I thought that, you know, like well, we had super amount of talent. That was probably as far as talent wise, that was the most talented team I ever been on, ever. Um you know, as far as just the talent. Uh, I thought that, you know, like that team had five NBA guys, really could have had six, maybe even seven with myself if I made it, you know. But essentially out of the 12 guys, you know, nine, eight or nine of them played professional basketball. So just imagine that out of 12 guys, nine of them played professional. Because me, myself, me, Billy Knight, and Ray all played, you know, Continue to play, you know, but Ray could have played NBA too. You know, he almost made the team. So, um, but yeah, so he played professional, Jerron, you know, so like I said, out of nine, nine guys played professional basketball. And that's the most talented team I've ever been on, ever. And obviously, whoever will be on. But we were young. And so we lost games off like not smart, being young, doing making turnovers, that kind of thing. Now, What happened with uh, UCLA? They're very young, but there's just I don't know the talent. Like they haven't got the talent that they used to have. You know, think about the freshmen they've gotten over the last three, four years. They got Watson; he's in the NBA. You know, Mar Bailey; he's in the NBA. You know, they got other players. You know, that were great players, you know, that came in and out. You know, obviously, Jules Bernard went to the NBA. Hawkins went to the NBA. Tiger, 
Tigers went to the NBA, you know. Um, uh, you know, like just guys have, have made it, man. The like guys, you know, like they, they keep losing talent, 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 talent. And like I said, last year was, you know, I hate to say it, but last year was the last year of the coach before his talent. It's, you know, it's no longer, it's no longer his talent there anymore. It's all Coach Cronin's talent. So he has, in this year, what he brought in was the Europeans. That was his big thing. He brought in three of them, you know, uh, and they're not contributing. Period. They're not. You know, I remember they talked about Murner being a first round pick against Stanford. He had zero points, played three minutes. You know, uh, Stefanovic, supposed to be a high level player, he had four points against Stanford. I just think that, you know, for me, if I'm coach, I'm just rolling with the freshmen because at least you can build a future with them. You're not winning right now. And, you know, might as well, you know, try to start it young. I just thought they actually UCLA looked awful. They looked like they didn't look like a UCLA team, to be honest. You know, they looked like a a mid-major type of team, you know. I mean, they looked like Long Beach State or something like that. Sure, you know what I'm saying? But I wouldn't say Long Beach State because Long Beach State is pretty good this year. They just didn't look like – they don't look like they have the talent to compete in the Pac-12 this year. You know, at that point, they were six, they were, you know, uh, six and eight. They were just, you know, like I said, when you coming off these games and, you you know, you play at home and start playing league play, you know, and it's just a situation where you just, they, they can't score. Now, you have another home game against Cal. Now, mind you, Cal at that time was five and ten. Okay. Cal was five and ten, and they came in and beat UCLA by ten points. Essentially, they beat them sixty six fifty seven. They Cal was led by Jay Tyson, who had twenty two points, six rebounds. Um, yeah, you know, three players in double figures. And UCLA, like I said, you know, they shot forty percent from the three, eight for twenty, and thirty nine percent from the field. They shot higher from the three than they did from the two. Now, UCLA. Scored 57 points. And what were they from the two? Three. Two for 10. They shot two for 20% from the two and 42%, I mean, 20, 42% from the, from the two and 20% from the three. And Boa had 14 points. Andrews had 10 points. Mack had 20. But, you know, though essentially those are the only three guys who scored. They scored 57. And three guys scored 40 of it, 44 of it, 44 to 57. Everybody else scored <laughs> scored 13 points between everybody besides those three players, Boa, Andrews, and Mack. And like I said, man, I just don't think that UCLA has the talent this year, necessarily the talent that they can compete at the high level like they've been had. So this is going to be one of Coach Corner's, you know, hardest years to coach. You know, I mean, you losing that home to Cal in Utah. I mean, Cal in, in Stanford. And then you go on the road to Utah. Yikes. And this one doesn't, it's, 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 it's one of the worst losses in UCLA history. 
it was really not that much to talk about. The game was essentially over with, I don't know, 10 minutes to go in, in, in the game. Like, you know, it was one of those games where they, the starters don't even have to play that much. You know, they had 90 points and you see they scored 40, 44. And they really to get the 44, they had to kind of like, you know, get the points at the end. <sighs> I mean, Utah's good at home and they're a very good team. They're 12 and four, but they're not that good. Now, you said they didn't even have a double figure score. You got Andrews and Mac combined for six for 23 from the field. But if you add Andrews, Mac, and Stefanovic, it is nine for 33 from the field. Nine for 33. You know, like that's your backcourt. That's all your backcourt. 33 shots from those from those three. They made nine of them. Uh, UCLA was three for 17 from the three, and they were 31% from the two. 31%. They can't score. Like I said, they just can't score. They can't score enough. The talent's not there. You know, like I, I predicted they would win 25 games this year off just his coaching. You no, know, Coach Trump's coaching. I was wrong. But if he can get them to 16 wins, 15 wins, 17 wins, it'd be a miracle. You know, as of right now, they are 7 and 10. So they have time. But they have to start playing. You know, but we'll get into the last home game that they just played. They played Washington at home. And they won. Like I said, they were led by Boa. Boa had 22. He just basically had 22 and one rebound. <laughs> I imagine that. Boa gets 22, one rebound in 27 minutes, 10 for 13 from the field. He probably This is one of those games where he just stick his, his fist in the mud. Like, nah, we ain't losing today. We ain't losing today. And that's pretty much what, you know, Boa did. It was just dunking, rebounding. You see, they shot a lot better. They shot 42% from the from the three, uh, six from 14, and then 50% from the two. And they also held, you know, Callum Brooks to just 12 points. You know, even though Skelter gave him 27, but, you know, the fact that they won by double digits, it just shows that they can win games. They just got to figure it out. Now, they have a tough schedule. They go to Arizona State and Arizona. So those will both be tough games. Now, the Arizona game might be a blowout, but we'll see. Like I said, if they can just win some games, win some tough games, and we'll see. They got Arizona State, Arizona at Arizona State at Arizona, and then at SC these next three. So this could turn, and that's the end of the first half of the season. You know, then they turn around, obviously home organs and all that. You know, but um, you know, Arizona um, at Arizona State at Arizona, and then at SC. So you can end up being seven and thirteen, or maybe nine and eleven. You know, I think nine and eleven sounds a lot better. You know, and if you got some wins over SC and Arizona State, you got you'll be cooking with something. Right now, you're cooking with nothing. <laughs> you're cooking with nothing. You know, I hope that I hope that they can start. You know, start playing together. 
And uh, the problem is that, you know, Ahua has doesn't really have a, a particular go-to moves. And then when he kicks it out of the double team, nobody's hitting the shot. You know, you can't go two for 13 or nine for 33 from your back backcourt. You know, you have to be able to get to the basket, make some assists, uh, do other things. You can't go two for 13 because you'll never win. You won't win. Now, I want to amend my wins from 25 to about 20. So they could be 20 and 14, something like that. They can, but they have to go on a winning streak to get to that. You know, to get to 20 and 14, they have to go basically 13 and four. These last 17. <laughs> so that might be, that might be, I might, let's just say 15. Like I said, 15, 15 to 17 wins. Uh, 15, 17, and like 16 losses, something like that. That sounds more realistic. But even then, I don't know. It could go 13 and 18. So we'll see. Like I said, right now they're at seven out of 17. And they're, you know, they got three huge games and they're about to go into the second half of the season. So we'll see. Like I said, I'm I'm already counting the Arizona game as a loss. But uh, let's say let's, let's say they pull out a miracle and win in Arizona. So we'll see. But you got to play the game. You know, you got to play the game. I really do hope that they can, you know, pull some of these games out and really, really, really um, come, you know, come back, you know, because UCLA is a brand. And UCLA, I love UCLA, period, point blank. And they need to start recruiting and getting the talent that they need to do, they need to do to get. Only way they get that talent is if they win essentially. UCLA can recruit itself with the name, but they need to, like I said, get better before it's the talent. You know? And shot making. Shot making and talent. But once again, I want to say thank you guys for listening for this week's show. Also, don't forget to bet online. You know, with the NFL playoffs going, Please put in our code BLEAV to get our promo code for the you know for the believe or on Bet Online where the game starts. Check it out. You know, you can also find me, Travis Reed, at Instagram, Travis W Reed. That's R-E-E-D, Travis W. And on Facebook, Travis W Reed. Uh, you know, all all one word. Uh, and I post most of my social media on both of those pages. So if you're looking for anything, you know, in particular, just let me know. Uh, but I post all my stuff on both of those pages. Also, uh, if you want to check my YouTube channel out, uh, I have it in my bio. It's Travis Reed and Athlete's Journey. And like I said, you know, like, share, subscribe, check it out. You'll see my interviews from my show in Athlete's Journey. And like I said, you know, I have interviews from UCLA guys, to USC guys, to Long Beach State guys, to NBA, to overseas, to football, to baseball, to basketball. I got, I got it all. <laughs> so like I said, just come check it out. And the shows will continue coming. All right. Well, thank you all for listening. And we will talk to you, like I said, next week. TJ Beyond, uh, he couldn't come on this week. But like I said, uh, happy holidays, happy new year, happy 2024. May all your dreams come true. 
for 2024. And we're going to keep this train rolling. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.